Jackson had a 3.8 QBR. Wow, that was pretty good. 40 what? The 40. Caleb so. likes those overs. Well, I, I just I just picked two unders. What? Oregon. Um, because I thought it would be fun, right? We want to see the turnover <laughs> chainsaw. We I want mean, to see why not? The, the the bling and the lights of the Rose Bowl at 8 o'clock. Pack 12 after die. Good teams win, great teams cover. I've always said <laughs> Well... With, with, with 10 games over Miss, Mr. Safe over there Oh, safe That's a bold like, move Like uh, 12 weeks We'll be unemployed I just want to say That's right in 12, in 12 weeks We'll be uh, We'll be sitting next to The burn, bar, burn barrel out uh, Under the bridge Run the RPO, Chad It's not hard Rutgers is good. They lost yeah. their coach. Okay, they're, they're they're doing so good. Their coach just got fired. <laughs> My notes yeah, on this game did. it says Iowa and Michigan are both awful, <laughs> and their offense is very very bad. We need to come up I, with like an algorithm. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. One yeah. six. I think he shanked the extra point. Reaches off his rocker. <laughs> this is the Kick Six Project. It's Nathan, Caleb, and Jake. That's right. This is the Kick Six Podcast. I'm Nathan. With me, as always, Caleb and Jake. Say what's up, guys. What's up, guys? Hello. All right. Our first weekend of college football 2020 is underway, uh, and uh, it'll wrap up next, well, tomorrow, Monday, Labor Day, um, with BYU at Navy, and we'll pick that game at the end of this episode. Uh, but just give you a rundown. Uh, Army topped Middle Tennessee uh, 42 to nothing. Jake's SMU Mustangs took down uh, the Texas State uh, 31 to 24. Houston Baptist fell to North Texas, 57 to 31. Jake's Memphis Tigers squeaked out one against Arkansas State, 37-24. And the nightcap UTEP took down Stephen F. Austin, 24-14. Uh, one week to go, guys. This time next week, we will be reviewing Week One games. Um, speaking of that, we will have Week One uh, picks coming to you on Tuesday. So the day after Labor Day, we'll have that show available. So make sure you guys check that out after you get done listening to this Big 12 preview show. You guys ready to get in and talk some Big 12? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. First, let's go to Baylor. Jake, tell us about the Bears. <laughs> uh, biggest news with Baylor was uh, Matt Rule leaving, and they bring in Dave Aranda from uh, LSU. Uh, they bring in OC Larry Fedora. Um, he has come in and work with an offense that it wasn't really that great. Um, so – He'll have to deal with that. Um, the offense did score like 31, I think, out of like seven games, but that was due to a lot of the defense um, carrying the team. Uh, they get Charlie Brewer, who really carried the offense with 30-plus TDs, um, uh, but he took quite a beating last year, and so they brought in uh, Gary Bohannon. Um, in the year, I think he might have actually played in the – I think he played in their bowl game. I think Charlie Brewer was out last year. He in their played bowl game. in the the Big Twelve championship. It was the Big game. Twelve, yeah. Because okay. uh, Charlie Brewer got the he got concussed and then yeah. he got concussed again. Yeah. Uh, in the in the bowl game, did they play Georgia in the Sugar Bowl? I'm pretty sure they yes. did. He got yeah. stroked on the sideline. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you might see a little bit of Gary Bohannon this year as well, but Charlie Brewer is going to be their starter. Um, they lose Denzel Mims and Chris Platt, um, but they do return uh, Thornton and Snead. So the receivers are going to be okay. The O-line returns four starters, which is going to be much improved um, over last year because the O-line was pretty terrible last year. Booty. Yeah. Uh, the running back room is terrible. The QBs are going to have to produce a lot of yards for them. Um, and they're going to have to be creative with their running backs because their running back room isn't isn't that great. Um like I said, Dave Aranda took over, and he was the former D.C. at LSU. 
Um, he's going to have to work with a defense that returns just two starters, and nine of the 11 top tacklers are gone um, off that defense. So um, that's going to be a very, very big challenge in a conference that is very offensive heavy. Yeah. So, And I don't think their offense is going to be able to keep up with how bad – I think their defense is going to be very, very bad. Um, the secondaries are is okay, and the linebackers are going to have to make a lot of plays uh, because the defensive line is – very, 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 very uh, weak. How many, uh, for that how many bears was that? Like six. <laughs> six it's bears. bad. And they yeah, lost we got like exponents. They, they lost like three or four guys on the defensive line, and uh, so they're gonna have a lot of inexperience on the D line. Um, he's gonna have a lot to prove in his first season, I think, just because Baylor made a playoff run last year, or they were in the talk for playoffs last right. year, and then he comes in this year, and um, I think they're what over unders at five and a half. And to be honest, I don't think they hit that. Yeah, I think no. that's an. I mean, their schedule is the middle of their schedule is really bad. Yeah. So, uh, like Jake said, the over under on the Baylor Bears is five and a half. I will get the picks started. Are you done, Jake? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will get the picks started. I've got them at. Uh, looks like one, two, three, four, uh, five wins and a toss up. So it's going to take that toss up win, I think, uh, for them to go over. And as a rule. Uh, anytime you're needing a toss-up to get over, I'm going to go under. I think Baylor takes a step back this season, like you said, Jake. Uh, there's just too much to replace. Yeah. I got the exact same thing as you, Nate. Um, yeah, I only got one, two, three, four definite wins, and then a few toss-ups, and I don't think they win either one of them. So I'm going to uh, go under. All right, Jake, where uh, where are you at on the bench? Under, I got him at three wins. Wow. Three wins. Yeah, they go two. You were so high on the Bears last year. I know. Yeah, I know. They go two Texas, two Iowa State, two Texas Tech, and two OU. Yeah, that's going to be I mean, I, I see him beating Kansas and West Virginia to start the season at 2-0, and oh, and then I think they lose to Oklahoma State, Texas, TCU, Iowa State, and Texas Tech. Wow. And then I think they beat Kansas at home, or Kansas State, I'm sorry, and then lose OU. So, I, I think they beat Kansas, West Virginia, and Kansas State. I had them uh, winning against Texas Tech, but a toss-up at TCU and Iowa State. And you have to get both of those to go over. To the only reason I didn't give them Texas Tech is because of that Texas Tech. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think, and they're I think both bad. I don't think they're both I great. think they'll beat Texas Tech, but I did the research on Texas Tech. So yeah, that's I true. You did. That. All right. I'm going under anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. So, uh, we're all going under on the Bears. Next on the list is we're going to Lawrence for the fighting Less Miles, yeah, Kansas Jayhawks. Yeah, under Less Miles last year, they Kansas has had one of the best runs that they had last year in a long time. Uh, they hired midseason Brent Deerman as their offensive coordinator, and he did pretty well in the last half of the season. Um, they're going to be replacing Carter Stanley, who was their quarterback last year. So uh, if you guys didn't know this, actually, Felipe Franks, who went to Arkansas, he was in the running to go to Kansas as well, but ultimately picked – Arkansas or Kansas, so we'll see how that decision turned out for him. <laughs> so, um, their offensive line is probably both equally as good. Yeah, well, for the for what they got for quarterback this year, junior Miles Kendrick and senior Thomas McVitty will combine to uh, to play this year. I don't think they know who's going to start yet, so that's that's a good one. That's not good. Be a, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, the Greyhawks. Greyhawks. Jayhawks. <laughs> <laughs> strength is at their skill positions. They got 
Junior Puka Williams, one of the nation's most dynamic running backs. Puka. Two-time first-team all-conference all, all selection. Um, he'd, be, he'd be running the ball this year. He's going to – I think he's probably going to be the biggest factor he, on that offense. He'd so. be running. He'd be, he'd running. be running. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Got him. Yeah. Um, and then their their deepest group is probably their, receni- their receivers. Sorry, I can't talk today, guys. And then uh, they got a plethora of guys coming back and <laughs> playing uh, <laughs> playing receiver for them. Can't be distracting me like that. Uh, the They're going to be pretty inexperienced on the offensive line, which is – not good. Never good. If That's you're uh, never, never if good. If you're in a <laughs> <laughs> Nate's over here taking selfies of everybody. <laughs> we'll post those on our Facebook page. <laughs> Look for our Facebook page for the selfies. Uh, yeah, their their uh, their offensive line is going to be a big concern. They don't have pretty much anything coming back. They got one's four year starter and uh, Hakeem Odinji. Odinji. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's how you say that. And uh, for their defense, oh, um, yeah, their defense uh, gave up a league worst thirty six point one points per game last year. Pretty tough, and uh, I don't see them being a big improvement this year. So that's what I got for the Kansas Jayhawks. All right, the Kansas Jayhawks, as formerly mentioned, the over under set at one half game. Jake, what do you got on the Hawks? Just a half game, right? That's what you One said. One half game. We're, we're either betting they win a game or they don't. Uh, yeah, I think they hit over. I think they can win. One. That's a safe pick, Jake. Yeah, I know. Safe. I think they, they Texas Tech, West Virginia, K State, maybe. They could. I think they can squeeze one out. Yeah, I, I got toss ups at West Virginia and Texas Tech, and I think they at least win one of those. So, agreed. Both games are. Uh, both games are away, but we shall see. I mean, Les Miles is a good coach. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, hey, hey, hot take alert. Under. Turn on the sirens. <laughs> I have Kansas with <laughs> losses at Baylor, losses at Oklahoma State, a win. West Virginia, a win. Kansas State, a win. Iowa State, three games in a row. No, right they ain't Iowa State. Loss at OU, loss at Texas. Toss-up. TCU. And a win to end the you year at Texas four Tech. Four and six in conference play. Mad over. Mad over. over. <laughs> Boom. Right there. Dang. Mark it down. No, so we all went over, though. That's a, uh, yeah, that's a but, bold yeah, move. But, but, but you went mad a, over. Mine's a mad yeah, over. Yeah, you went mad over. Three to four wins. Boom. Dang. Put it, put it, put it right there. Well, I guess TCU is my shocking team, so. Yeah. All right, so uh, – we are all we are all high on the Jayhawks, and from there we move to the team that's going to win it all, the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Shoo! I'll say it again. I said it before, Jake. Okay. All you need, all you need is Gundy, Sanders, Hubbard, and Wallace. That's what it takes for a Big Twelve championship. They got the best running back in the nation. They've got experience all over off all over the offense. And to go to the other side, uh, away from Tylen Wallace, they've got a stud transfer from Wazoo. Uh, Tay Martin comes in uh, to catch passes over there uh, from Sanders. I think this will be one of the best offenses we've seen um, out of Oklahoma State in a long time. Uh, there's a reason why Gundy's been uh, super high and super excited to get this season kicked off and underway. I think this is their shot at the playoff. Um, 
Last year, the defense was fifth in the Big 12, uh, so they were kind of middle of the road. Uh, but 12 of their top 13 tacklers are back. So you look at that experience returning on offense. They've got experience on defense. Oklahoma State will probably have the best defense in the conference. This is the year for Wrong. the po- Yes. Wrong. We're gonna we're about to have we're about to have throw hands here in the in the <laughs> kick six studio. Uh, this year the Pokes. I said it once. I'll say it again. Oklahoma State all year, no doubt. Big Twelve champs. They're gonna make it to the playoffs. Give me um, the over under on them is six and a half. I'm gonna go ahead and get my pick out of the way. Everybody knows I'm going over. I think they maybe get one loss in conference play. That's just because they slip up. But this is their year. <sighs> go Pokes. I mean. I agree with the over. I only think they win seven games. Oh, weak. They lose to OU. And it's a close loss to Texas. So, the OU game is in Norman. So, we'll have to give them an L on that one. And the Texas game is at home. So, I'll even with the COVID and not very many fans, I'll still give the toss-up since it's at home. And I think they go over, but I think they lose two games. Uh, I think um, Oklahoma State gets eight with their only loss at uh, OU. I think they beat Texas. Oof. I like that. I like yeah? that. Yeah. Smacking on you my convinced Longhorns. Me. I, I said over, but I think they're going to lose to someone like random. Like, they might lose to Kansas, you know. Yeah, that could happen. Because Kansas is, is on fire. That can't happen. All right. So, we've got we've got three teams in the, in the bag. Uh, Baylor. Kansas and Oklahoma State, the Big 12 champions, predicted by me. Uh, let's go ahead and give a – I'm going to give a, a little COVID announcement from the Big 12. Uh, the Big 12 announced Friday that teams – and this is from um, CBS Sports uh, – that teams will have to have at least 53 players available for football games. Um, the conference has also established that there be minimums from certain position groups. They must have seven offensive linemen available, four available interior defensive line. Can you imagine playing an entire game? That would be brutal. Um, they must have, yeah, four four defensive linemen and at least one quarterback available. Uh, the 53-player minimum and position minimums include walk-on players as part of the total. So if a whole quarterback room, you know, is either COVID or uh, contact traced, they may have walk-ons out there that have been calling plays for the last two years. Um, but um, if a team chooses... Not to play. Um, if they don't have enough players for a certain position, they will still have the option to play if they desire. However, if the team chooses not to play, the game will be declared a no contest and moved to a later date. So basically, if they don't have uh, seven offensive linemen and four interior linemen and at least one quarterback, they can keep choose not to play. So do you think we'll see this come into play? Possibly. Yeah. And they'll, they'll reschedule the game. Happen. Yeah. You think people would be like, well, my starting quarterback's sick. I guess we're going to have to tron- contact trace all of our quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, like Trevor yeah. Lawrence. Trevor yeah. Lawrence is in there, and they're like, oh, well, I think we'll just uh, say our whole quarterback room got it, <laughs> and then we'll try again later, right? I mean, yeah, that can happen. So think about that. Think about, like, Notre Dame and Clemson are about to play, and, you know, Trevor Lawrence goes down, and, they, you know, I, I think this will be interesting to see how this played I out. I think so. they'll test the players like a – a tenth of the as much as they've been testing as soon as the season starts. They're like, yeah, they're they're good. <laughs> well, they're required. Yeah. They're required by the conferences to test them three times a week, and everyone has been looking required. Yeah, everyone's looking pretty good so far. I quoted that. Um, by the way. I think the biggest issue, and Jake, you talked about, is players opting out. 
that's been the biggest problem. Oh yeah, it hasn't been the the yeah. contact. Well, but we'll get into that as we we move further. Um, the first scheduled Big Twelve game of the year was supposed to be TCU taking on SMU, which will be next 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 week, September eleventh. Uh, but that game was postponed after uh, TCU discovered a rise in positive COVID tests. So that's someone to keep an eye out on. But that'll be an interesting rule, and I think the other Power Fives are going to adapt a similar uh, similar process uh, moving forward. So, all right, our next team on the list is the Iowa State Cyclones. Yep. Uh, Iowa State gets Brock Purdy back, who Weak. Has, has a lot of experience at quarterback. Um, he threw for almost 4K yards and 27 touchdowns. Uh, but their leading wide receiver from last year is gone. Um, they do have one of the best tight ends in the nation and Charlie Kolar to throw to. So um, that can be uh, – that will probably be Purdy's little safety blanket. Um, they've got Tariq Milton on the outside, and they need JUCO transfer Xavier Hutchinson to be a huge factor this year. Um, because their receivers are very weak. Uh, they lose four starters on the O-line, uh, and their running backs aren't that great. Um, uh, David Montgomery was the best running back they've had in a long time, and obviously he wasn't there last year. They had a freshman running running the ball, so um, the running attack isn't going to be that good. They're going to have to rely heavy on Purdy. Um, on defense, they lose their two big men in the middle, but their D-in rotation is very deep. Um they returned Jaquan Bailey, who had who has 113 career tackles and 18 and a half sacks. Um, their linebacker core has the, the potential to be the best in the conference, um, and they have four of their top five DBs return. Uh, with safety, their safeties are very strong, and their corners. Um, I think all of their corners have been there for at least three years, so they have a lot of experience on defense. I think their defense is going to carry them, but I don't think their offense is going to be good enough to keep up with a lot of the teams in this conference. Um, I have them. At the under five and a half, um, with five wins, I think they beat Texas Tech, Kansas, Baylor, K State, and West Virginia, and I think they lose the OU. Um, I have them losing to TCU. I have them losing to OSU, and I have them losing to Texas. So you, yep. you only got them two two losses or three? Uh, four. Four. Okay. TCU, OU, OSU, and Texas, and five wins. Um, so you got you got five wins. The over under four, yeah. over under on the Iowa State Cyclones is five and a half. So Jake, I'm assuming you're going under. Yep, under. I think they they okay. get five. Okay. Um, I got them under also. I got them with wins. Uh, West Virginia, K State, Kansas, and Texas Tech. I got them losses of OU, um, Texas, and OSU. And then it's a toss-up TCU. That's an away game, so that could be a possibly be an L. And first game of the season. And Baylor. Yep. But yes. TCU's got also some circles. It, also, they have a. Uh, it's at Baylor's at Iowa State, but that's also a toss-up because I think just Baylor's going to be better than them. So I got them under with four, four wins. All right, I'm right there possibly with you. Possibly five. I'm right there with you, Caleb. I got uh, I got four wins and a toss-up. Like you said, maybe five. I don't see four wins going to six wins. So. Um, I'm on the same uh, bandwagon as y'all. We I'm have going not disagreed under. once. Yeah, we haven't. Except but we're going to, a, don't a worry. Mad over. Yeah, you had the mad over. Mad over. Let's not forget the mad over. All right, next on our trip down Big 12 lane is the Oklahoma Sooners, member of Caleb, Tony, CT Tech. CT Tech. All right. Yeah, um, I think the biggest, biggest story in Oklahoma is the uh, – 
expected starter, uh, Spencer Rattler. Oh, Rattler snake. Um, everyone thinks he's going to be really good. He was a former five-star recruit and consensus number one quarterback in the state of uh, Arizona, Phoenix. Rattler passed for an Arizona State high school record 11,083 yards and 116 touchdowns. That's pretty impressive. Real quick, just want to say. Make it quick. That um, their parents are Arkansas. Big fans. Arkansas Razorback fans. So well, why did he not come to Arkansas? He didn't even get offered. We didn't Arkansas. even offer him. <laughs> we probably knew. We didn't. But he would have came here. We they had have we had Connor Morris coming though. He, so why we want Spencer yeah, Rattler? Yeah, you're right. Well, on the show, <laughs> what is it? QB one. He yeah. was on QB one. Yeah. Their parents have like Arkansas gear. You can see it in the background. Rattler. Like cups. They both graduated back. from Arkansas. Yeah. We didn't offer the number one QB in the nation. He's not good. No, we're good. We're he's okay. not, he's we good. have we're we have QBs. We're yes. he's a, we, got <laughs> we have Charleston, Arkansas greats. <laughs> yeah, we got we got Connor Morris. Yeah, Connor Nolan, Con- Ty, Ty Story. Yeah. We're okay. I swear. The Starkles, Starkles, <laughs> Starkles. Dude, Sparkle. we didn't offer him and Isaiah Simmons. This is, Arkansas was Isaiah Simmons' dream school. The safety from Clemson. Yeah, and we didn't offer him. Either. Smart. He's he's like a stud in the pros. Yeah. Or he's going to be. Yeah. Uh, Ridiculous. We had uh, <laughs> Connor Nolan out there looking <laughs> little against North Texas. <laughs> All right, go. I'm sorry. Um, CD Lamb is gone. Who was a Blintikoff Award finalist. Uh, Lamb averaged 102.1 receiving yards per game last year, so that's a big big void to fill there. Uh, Charles Charles Charleston Rambo. I like that guy's name. He's pretty cool. He's, a, he's probably going to be the best receiver to fill the void. Even though he uh, he was out last year due to an injury, and hopefully he can be uh, back this year. They got a UCLA transfer, Theo Howard, who uh, should be healthy. And then in a talented H-back, Jeremiah Hall, he's likely to help out too. Um, running back Kennedy Brooks, he's pretty good. He's not like a big flashy guy, but he had 1,100 yards last year. And, uh, and then uh, Trey Sermon left for Ohio State, so that's not going to help them very much. Um, the offensive line is probably the biggest strength. They uh, he's going to help Ohio State though. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not they're not. <laughs> Got Four starters return up front, uh, led by elite physical center uh, Creed Humphreys, big Creed dude, Humphrey. stud, first round pick. Yes. All right. Uh, for the defense, Alex Grinch is in his second year. Grinch. Hopefully, uh, they can step it up from. Uh, very bad, 121st nationally in takeaways last year. Do you think they'll steal some wins? <laughs> Might not steal wins, but he'll definitely steal Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, that's corny. <laughs> but, yeah, um, uh, they they lost a lot in tacklers in the secondary, so they're going to need some help there. Uh, they, got the, they got a Caleb Kelly back who missed the first 10 games last year with an injury, expected to – be a big big player this year. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got. All right, the over-under for the Oklahoma Sooners is eight and a half games. What do you got, Jake? Um, I think, I don't know, this is – it's it's tough. I think they go over. I They're going to have eight or nine wins. They're either going to go undefeated or they'll lose one game to either Texas or Oklahoma State, but I don't think they lose both of them. Yeah, they they kick off uh, they kick off their season um, with uh, Missouri State, Jake, your 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 former uh, home team there yeah. in Springfield. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Go but, Bears. Uh, that that does not count toward their uh, toward their over under, but I imagine that will be a. a Bobby I don't even game. imagine why. Oh yeah, I forgot he's Bobby there. Petrinos, yeah. Bobby Petrinos, yeah. Bobby Petrinos, yeah. Fighting Bobby Petrino Bears. Yeah, I forgot he's, he's there. driving around Upset. His, in Uh-oh. a scooter. <laughs> yeah. Driving around a scooter with his little Bears flag no, on the back. He upgraded to a Ford Pinto. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a golf cart now. He's, he's about to take them to the top. <laughs> to the chip. All right, uh, Jake, you went um, over. Over. Hmm. Eight and a half. Yeah, that's an over. Pick them. Lock it in. Wait, Lock so because our non-conferences aren't count. So if they lose one game, it's a yeah. It's they an got to go undefeated. Man, I don't know if they go undefeated. Oh dang! I didn't even look that. I'm gonna go under. Give me eight. I'm gonna go under. I have nine here, but I don't think they go undefeated. I'm gonna stay with the. Uh, I'm gonna stay with the over. Oh. Caleb's cold. They have they undefeated home they, games against oh, Texas and Rattler home games. Terrible. Uh, and no, home it's, games at against the, it's at the Cotton Bowl. Oh, well, still, it's a home game. Uh, against OSU, too. Home against OSU. Oh, that ain't going to matter, dude. OSU's going to come in there, and they're going to burn that place down. OSU's hey, going to be – everyone's going to be opted out by then because what's-his-name going to say something stupid? Hey, remember when they, when they planted the flag? When they planted the flag at the middle of Norman? Yeah, that's what they're about to do. Um, Norman planted the flag. I know, but – or Norman. They're going to be the pokies are going to be waving come November. Sure. All right, if so they make it to then. Hey, I'm telling you right here. They got wins at K-State, wins at Iowa State, toss-up with Texas, win TCU, Texas Tech is a win, Kansas, barely a win. <laughs> Oklahoma State will be a loss. West Virginia is a win. Baylor's a win. So with the toss-up and the loss at Oklahoma yeah, State, seven. I got them at six. I got seven, maybe, maybe eight. But I'm going under. Uh, all day, go pokes. Boo. Go pokes. All right, my next team on the list is the Texas Tech uh, Red Raiders. Red Raiders, and uh, the Red Raiders. Well, it could be an interesting season. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys they got the over under set all the way up at three and one half games, and I want you to listen to what I'm about to tell you. Uh, Alan Bowman uh, returns at quarterback, and he looks to improve the Red Raiders' offense that managed um, just three games last season over 30 points. So three of the last ten games uh, they scored 30 points. So basically in conference play in a Big 12 conference where there's a lot of scoring, just three of those last ten conference games did they score over 30 points. Um, They've got a ton of receivers that are returning. Uh, T.J. Vassar, Eric um, Ezkuma. Are expected to stack up uh, the catches. Uh, they had good seasons last year, and they return. Uh, their leading rusher for 2019, Sir Thompson, is back. Uh, he had 765 yards rushing and 12 touchdowns. Um, and Thompson also is one of those backs that likes to make some plays in the pass game. Here's the issue: the red the Red Raider O line is a point of concern, uh, with just two starters returning, and one of which um, is a star guard, Jack Anderson. Uh, but he is returning from a, a pretty nasty season-ending injury last year. Also, the defense is a weak point. They give up 30 points a game this last season, ranking um, 127th in total defense, and there's only 130, uh, 32 teams. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're pretty weak. When your offense is scoring less than 30 every game and your defense is giving up more than 30 every game. And you're in the big and you're in the Big 12, 12. it's not yeah. good. Not, um, not they also shape. lost two starters in the secondary, uh, so they got holes there as well um, on the defense. Look for defensive linemen Eli Howard and Nick McCann 
uh, to provide a spark, if there is any spark whatsoever on this Texas Tech Red Raider defense. I think it's going to be a long season out there in Lubbock. With the over-under set at three and a half, I am going a resounding under on the Red Raiders. Really? I got a hot take for this team. I'm going with a mad under. Over. 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 I got losses at Texas, K-State, Iowa State, toss-up West Virginia, lost to OU, toss-up TCU, lost to Baylor, lost to OSU, and a very weak toss-up to Kansas. And I don't think they get either one of those. I'm telling you, I'm so excited for that game. Kansas is it? Kansas is it? What is away? What if Kansas and Texas Tech are all winless going into December 5th? The matchup, 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 matchup in Lubbock, (laughs) O against O. It's what we should have expected from Arkansas against against Vandy. But Mm -hmm. I I really think Kansas is going going to have three or four wins. But that would be cool to see that at the end of the year. Jake, where you got on the Texas Tech Red Raiders? Under. Under. Maybe two. Under. Maybe two. Two, maybe three. West Virginia's away. Who do you think they're going to win? K-State's Kansas uh, is away. I think West Virginia. I think they beat West Virginia. TCU's at home. I think they beat Baylor. Oof. And I think they beat Kansas. Oh, wow. I think Baylor's going to be bad, guys. Uh, They've got two returning starters on defense. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It, and their offense and, isn't that great. And this year is this year is a rough year to not yeah. have. You, you want experience. Like, experience exactly. is one thing you need. All right. So, uh, with that, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we'll have for you uh, the Texas Longhorns, the West Virginia Mountaineers, and the – TCU Horned Frogs, followed by the Kansas State Wildcats. All right, so um, all right, so um, let's go ahead and continue our <coughs> Big Twelve preview show. Next, we go to Fort Worth, Texas, and the Texas Christian University Horned Frogs. Jake, this will be my surprise pick for y'all. I think this will be my little, my little upset, if you will. Uh, TCU had Max uh, Dugan last year, but um, something that I didn't know actually until I researched it was he's not going to be playing this year because of a heart defect that they found out. Um, so he, they said he'll be okay, but he cannot play football this year. So they lose him. Um, he was their biggest offensive weapon last year, um, outside of Jalen Rager, who went to the draft. Um, so they have to replace him with Matthew Downing. I couldn't find anything because he didn't play because um, Max Dugan played all last year. So uh, I couldn't find anything on Downing, but they said he, he should be the guy to take over at QB. Um, they Like I said, they lose Rager and they lose both their starting tackles. Um, so they got to replace those to find any off- offensive success. Um, the running back room is a big question mark, but they did land five-star recruit Zachary Evans. So I think um, uh, which Zachary Evans bounced around from like three different schools, if I remember right. Um, but if they can lean on him and, and get something going, maybe the offense figures it out. Uh, the reason I have, I'm have i so high on TCU is because their defense was number one in the conference last year, and they're returning Trayvon Mooring and Ardarius Washington, who's probably the best safety tandem in all of college football. Um, the cornerback room loses Jeff Glad- uh, Gladney, who was arguably the best corner in the la- uh, last year's draft class. Um, they got to replace him, but um, I believe that the other corners are returning. Um, so I think uh, – that their defense is still going to be very, very good. Um, they, they're going to have one of the best secondaries in the nation. 
Um, they lose big man Ross Blacklock, but they return everybody else. So their defensive line is going to be fine. Um, they're going to have to rely heavily on their defense early, and uh, hopefully that you know buys them some time to um, uh, for their offense to get going. Um, and I think it will later in the year. That's why I'm so high on them because the end of their schedule is a lot easier than the beginning. Um, I think it's going to be rough for TCU at first, uh, but I think they figure it out midway through the season as long as um, they stay healthy because I think their defense is going to contend to be number one in the conference again. Um, do they, you want me they to? Won't, they won't be as good as uh, Oklahoma State. Yes, they will. No, not yet. Best safety tandem in the nation. They're all weak. They got two probably close to first round graded safeties. So I think their defense could be very good. Um, you want me to do – you guys want to do the picks for first, what, you're, what you think? Yeah, so uh, okay. the over-under for the TCU Horned Frogs is four and a half games. Um, I'm looking at my schedule. I see four bona fide losses. I see one guaranteed win, and I see five bona fide toss-ups. Uh, I think they're going to get half of those toss-ups. Uh, Gary Patterson is a good coach. Like you said, de- yeah. defense will keep you in those toss-up games. Uh, so for me, it is a – uh, it is an over. I think they will get five wins. They will be five and five, maybe. I'm hoping. So give me the over. You you talked me into it with that defense. Oh, I'm torn here. Let me let me look again. Okay, that's a home game. That's a home game. That's a away game. So let's see. See, I don't pay attention to that this year. No, I, it's I don't think it's a big, a big advantage. I got I got three for sure wins. Uh, Texas Tech, West Virginia, Kansas. Kansas um, <laughs> guaranteed win. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I guess I'll give it. No, I'm gonna stick with my guns on that one. At very, a, at very best, that's a toss up. I'm gonna give them losses to OSU and OU. And They're gonna Texas. okay. I thought you say. I thought you were saying win at OSU. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh dog? yeah, they're gonna beat OSU for sure. <laughs> no. So yeah, let's let's just go over with that W at OSU, just to Good. spite you. I didn't think you guys were gonna go over. All right, so we all went over on that. Yeah. I got them at six wins. I think, uh, I think we we all may lose that one. Yeah, we could. Yeah, but I think they I, I think they go six and three. I don't know if there's enough wins. That's the problem. I think they beat Iowa State, lose to Texas, beat K State, lose to OU, beat Baylor, Texas Tech, and West Virginia, and then they beat Kansas off a of bye week, and then they lose to Oklahoma State. That's six wins. I think their defense is going to keep them in the early games. Nobody's offense, I don't think, is going to look that great because typically offense is. Usually, offense is always the slower thing to take off. Um, on any fo- in the NFL too, it's like that. Yeah. Especially this year, and man. especially this year, yeah. I think with TCU having the defense they do, I think they could win. Uh, they, I don't think they beat. T- they could even beat Texas. If you watch any of these early games, you know, and they haven't had any, you know, big, big, big names out there except for you know Memphis and SMU out yeah. of a uh, group of five. But the I mean, offensive, ha- the offensive teams have been pretty sloppy. Yeah. And TCU brings back basically their whole defense except for their best corner, which sucks, but they have the safety tandem that comes back. Like I said, they've got other guys to replace. You know, they have their other corners coming back. Their whole D-line's back. So, I think the offense is going to struggle. But they did get five – like I said, they got five-star Zachary Evans back or in there this year, so hopefully they can rely on him. Gotcha. But we'll see. All right. Next we go to – we stay in the Longhorn State, and we go to – the Texas Longhorns. Yeah, the big uh, the big story in Austin this year is the the new hires of offensive quarter Mike Yersich and defensive quarter Chris Ash. 
I think your six is going to be a good uh, good addition for that offense. Um, yeah, your six was at uh, your Oklahoma State from uh, 2013 to 2018, and uh, he went 5-1 against Texas calling for Oklahoma State. So hopefully he's got some knowledge of Oklahoma State and can take them over the edge this year. Um, they're replacing a receiver, Devin du Duverney, who's 106 catches and 1,400 receiving yards, was ranked in the top five nationally. And then 6'6", Colin Johnson, who is also a big catch receiver for them. Um, they got slot receivers Jake Smith and outside receiver Brennan Angles, both of whom had six touchdowns catches last season. So they're uh, they're replacing some, but they still got some guys who uh, can catch the ball. And then a five-star recruit, Jordan Whittington, who played in one game in running back last season as a freshman before season-ending sports hernia surgery, is moving to slot receiver. So hopefully he can be a versatile weapon for the Longhorns. Um, they also returned promising outside receivers jo Joshua Moore from a year-long suspension in 2019. So that's good. Hopefully he can stay uh, stay straight this year. Um, they got a Michigan grad transfer and Tarek Black uh, coming to help them out. And then they have uh, two new starters on the offensive line, but returned second-team Big 12 left tackle Samuel Cosman, Cosme and versatile senior Derek Kurtzsetter who is expected to move from right tackle to center. At running back, Texas has depth thanks to junior Keaton, Keote, Keontae Ingram. There you go. Keontae, Keontae sorry. I cannot spell. Who ran for 853 yards and seven touchdowns last season. Can't read. Yeah. <laughs> and a, uh, or, or, do, or do math. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have a quarterback turned running back, Roshan Johnson, who had 649 yards and seven TDs last year. And a quarterback who's a running back. And an incoming five-star freshman. Gunslinger. B. John Robinson, who's going to be a stud. So yeah, Ellinger, man, he's been there Ellinger's forever. Got, he's the iconic Texas quarterback. He's got some studs around him this year. I think they're going to be pretty good on offense for sure. Uh, the defense is reshaping under Ash. They're going from a 3-4 to a 4-3. And then they have nine returning starters on the defense, which is going to be a big help. So, And uh, they have a dominant defensive line and senior Marquez Bimage at the end and senior Daquan Graham what, at Daquan? three technique. Red short sophomore Keandre Coburn at nose tackle and junior Joseph Osei. <laughs> I know, Caleb. <laughs> I know what the heck. At stand-up <laughs> defensive end, Osei is going to be an NFL prospect he's he's pretty good he had uh in the alamo bowl last year he had nine tackles and six tackles for a loss and three sacks my favorite bowl so game he's gonna be pretty back the alamo uh cornerback Jalen green deshaun john jameson josh thompson and kid yada watson <laughs> these names are ridiculous <laughs> these names are ridiculous it doesn't even sound like a real team. <laughs> You're just making them up as you go. Uh, yeah, they're they're those those guys are going to be uh, they're going to be good for them in the in the uh, defensive backfield. So uh, they're looking to uh, have a pretty good season this year, and uh, I think they're going to be right there in the top of the Big Twelve. I All got right. I got them. Ah. In, I got OU in Texas. Oh, Jake says hit the brakes. <laughs> I got OU in Texas on my uh, on my teams. I'm hoping those two. That's a week. One goes undefeated, one has one loss, and then they split wins again in the Big 12 championship. Right, so each of them have one loss, and I just blow you guys away. So What does this sound like, Nathan? What, what he just described, this sounds like every Texas team every yeah. single year. Yeah. 
They've got They're this back, talent. Baby. They've got this talent. <laughs> yeah. They've hey, got this guy. And they've got this they got, guy. Hey, these this new OC, this new DC. Uh, they got our Darius Quindarius Washington <laughs> on the back end. <laughs> love, love. Oh man, yeah. Like I said, I I agree. This sounds like every Texas team, but I think this is, Tom Herman's got to get together. I'll go ahead and give you the line. Uh, my line is six and a half games. I have them with eight bona fide win or seven bona fide wins, one toss up, and one guaranteed loss. The what gar- is that? O- OSU's OSU's guaranteed, guaranteed loss. Oklahoma Weak. is a toss up. So give me. I will go over. I think they they get. Um, they get one of those games, and uh, I will go over on the horns. Uh, I think this is very important for Tom Herman to have a good season. Um, I got them on the over also. They have a win, Texas Tech, win, TCU, toss-up, OU in the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> win at Baylor, big win, OSU. <laughs> so, Win West Virginia, win Kansas, win Iowa State, and win Kansas State. I'm thinking about going under. Do it. I'm thinking about it. Do it. I just don't see You it. won't do it. The only th- No balls. I think TCU is a toss up. <laughs> you think TCU is <laughs> a toss up? I do. No, no, I, mean, I think because their defense is so good. Yeah. And I'm so tired. Texas is always. They're back. Overhyped. They're back, baby. I really wanted to see them and LSU play again this year and see, you know, since LSU lost everybody except for the coach, <laughs> see, it, see if they could, uh, see if the Texas could finally beat them. Uh, six and a half games, Jake, where you at? What do you think of that Kansas game, Nate? You circling that game on your calendar? <laughs> I'm ready, dude. I think Kansas after a bye, honestly, yeah, good I, luck. I think Kansas. I think Kansas has got a chance against anybody this year. I think K State could be a little sneaker at the end of the year. A little, little sneaky, sneaky, yeah. little Nike, Nike shock there. Shocky, shocky. Because I think they lose to OU and OSU without a doubt. They're both away, Weak. which I know we said that hasn't, but it's One's still at the Cotton Bowl. That doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. OU, it definitely Texas, better this year. Texas couldn't beat OU with OU's third string out there. They when's the last oh, time they Rat- beat them? Rattler Snake is going to throw a pick. They beat him two years ago. Yeah, Rattler Snake. They beat him in, in Kyler Murray's season. Heisman year. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Pretty sure. Yep. Twice. 100%. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, they, they made the, they made the uh, Sugar Bowl that year and destroyed Georgia. But Georgia was like out there. Kirby Smart's uh, niece was playing quarterback. <laughs> niece. <laughs> Jake Jake Ashworth for Georgia. Handed the ball off. You do look like Jake Fromm. He kind of does. Jake Ashworth from. Jake Ashworth from. Jake Fromm. Arkansas. I'll give State them Farm. seven. Seven? So you're going seven. over. I'll go That's over. what I'm thinking. I think seven. They definitely lose two games. No, no doubt. Not a chance. All right. So We've got two more teams. We've got the K-State Wildcats. But first, let's go to Morgantown and the West Virginia Fighting Mountaineers. I'm going to start off by saying, take this statement with a grain of salt, okay? The Mountaineers are led by former Bowling Green transfer quarterback Justin Dodge. Stud. But they also have a former OU Sooner Austin Kendall. Uh, and he looks to take that spot. Austin Kendall played most of last season, uh, but he he struggled with consistency uh, and struggled with uh, keeping keeping the ball uh, from being thrown to the other team. Um, the backfield wasn't much better uh, last year, and they've got they've got a three back rotation uh, to start the season because so far in camp, no one has really emerged as the the true starter. Um, they say that the receiver room is the strength of the Mountaineer offense. Uh, Sam Jones, TJ Simmons, and Sean Ryan are the Sam names. Jones. Who? Sam who Jones. Who? 
TJ Simmons, Sam Jones, and Sean Ryan. Never heard of them. Yeah, they're the names to look for, uh, and they've all got pro- proven experience and can keep them in some games if the quarterback can indeed get them the ball. Uh, the quarterbacks, unfortunately, will have to rely on a young and unreliable O-line. Um, this line must take a step forward in 2020 because they were pretty weak in 2019. The defense is led by a strong front seven, namely Darius Stills, who brings back his 15 tackles for loss and seven sacks from 2019. Uh, However, the corners and the back end are young, inexperienced, and going to be very vulnerable in a Big 12 uh, that likes to throw the ball around and is uh, tough to defend. Um, In my opinion, I believe it's going to be a long year in Morgantown, and the over-under is set at three and one-half games. Should be lower. Yeah, I would think so. I I put that at like I, one and a half. I agree. Nate's going under. Yeah, I, mean, I see one game maybe. I think they could go zero and nine. I don't know that I see it for sure. Win on this. Kansas schedule. is a toss up. Yeah. Oh, Kansas is a hundred percent loss. You think? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, if they if 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 Kansas is a hundred percent loss to you, I have them going zero and nine. Okay, yeah, that's that. fair. So. Yeah, I think the, I, they play. They're going to beat TC, Texas Tech. Texas Tech could be a W. And they might be Baylor. They ain't beating Baylor. They ain't beating Baylor. Not the Bears. All right. So let's finish up our Big 12 uh, show here. And uh, we all kind of tag-teamed the Kansas State Wildcats, a team that a lot of people forget about. Uh, A lot of people forget about um, Chris Kleiman returns for his second season over from uh, North Dakota State where he had a plethora of uh, FCS national championships. Um, Last year, the Wildcats, uh, they had a pretty good season. Um, They might be challenging – it might be challenging this year. Uh, the Wildcats said goodbye to 28 seniors, and 15 of those seniors were starters. So they're going to be a young team. Good. That's not what you want in this era of COVID. Um, star players for the for the Wildcats uh, as they continue to rebuild. They still have their senior quarterback Skylar Thompson. Uh, if you remember, uh, was, it was last year that they beat OU, Jake, or was it? Yeah, yes, it was, it was last, last year. year that they beat mm-hmm. OU. He kind of emerged in that game. And senior linebacker Justin Hughes. Um, the, the expectations for K-State are mixed, um, but uh, once again, the the spirits are high in Manhattan, uh, especially since they've got Chris Kleiman involved. And that's a really good fan base. Uh, I feel like the K-State fan base will be uh, will be out uh, tailgating in the parking lot, uh, despite not being able to, many of them to be uh, in the stadiums. But um, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how this K-State team Bears. Uh, the, the defense, um, Hughes is supposed to be the heart and soul of the K-State defense last season. Um, he's a versatile linebacker, but um, he sprained his a- or he tore his ACL in spring practice, uh, but uh, he, he won't be playing this year, so that was kind of a, a big blow. They've got several other young linebackers that are going to be stepping in, but a team that lost 28 seniors, 15 of those were starters. Um, lots of new names will emerge. Uh, for for K State, so let's uh, let's see what do you guys got the over under on the K State Wildcats is another one of those middle of the road Big Twelve teams at three and one half games. This one's tough. Under go first. You got under. Mm-hmm. I was looking at this as you were talking, Nate, and my first reaction was over with four wins, but after talking, I put a big IDK on top of that list. I do not know. So I'm just going to flip a coin and let's say um, over four wins. Okay. Uh, I like that pick, Caleb. Uh, here's what I've got. I've got them at 
five bona fide losses with losses at Oklahoma to start the season. That's a tough game, man. I'm telling you, I'd like to see K-State upset them right there right off the get-go. That'd be pretty nice for old Rattler, yeah, Rattler like Snake's first nice. game. Why don't you like Rattler? I just I don't like him. I don't know why. It's just his face. It is. It's his face. <laughs> Honestly, probably is. Um, I got them at five, five bona fide losses, five bona fide wins. Uh, maybe even if a couple of those games are tossed up, I still think they get the four wins. I'm going to go over on the Cats. All righty. Is that all of them? What are you at, Jake, on the – I on said under. Oh, you're going under? Yeah, yeah I said under. All right, so we have uh, lots of agreement on today's show. Yeah, we we have lots of uh, – uh, we have lots of uh, – Lots of mutual picks here. Uh, before we go, thanks for listening to the Big 12 uh, kickoff show. But before we go, let's go ahead and let's look at uh, Labor Day game. Uh, this year it is between the BYU, my, my like Googs. beloved BYU Cougs against Cougs. the Navy midshipmen. The line is 150% even. Uh, you're not getting any points either way. And the over-under is set at 49 and one-half points. Where you going, Jake? Under. Jake takes the under. Caleb, are you keeping this? Uh, you keeping the the stats? I don't know how to add, so I probably uh, shouldn't be doing. Okay. Yeah, that's true. All right, so Jake goes. Uh, Jake goes under. Uh, Caleb, where are you at on this game? What'd you say the over under was? Over under is forty nine and one half points. Let's go with the under as well. You guys are crazy. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, give it to me all day. I will take an even game. Give me the Cougs. Uh, this game started out with BYU getting points or giving points, and then it came with Navy giving points, and now it's moved its way all the way back to even. Uh, the matchup predictor has 70% picking Navy, but I will take uh, the Cougs uh, to give me a one-game lead on I think it would be guys. hilarious if you don't win a single game this year. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty much impossible, <laughs> I think. Uh, but uh, anyways, guys, we'll have more games for you later this week, um, and we will pick we will pick next week's games as a big Power Five conferences. I guess we're gonna call them Power Three this year, or Power Four because we got the AAC right. A -a Action. Action. All right. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. Um, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.